Welcome to the MSP Corner podcast. Before we kick off our show, we would like to share what our main objective is at the MSP Corner. Our main goal is to help CEOs build profitable and self-sustainable IT service firms. We are not just providing tools for IT firms. We will be sitting in meetings with you to ensure your IT firm stays on track. The first area we are focused on, strategic sales. IT firms are stuck selling technology or IT support. We will provide you with the blueprint so you position your firm as an added value to your prospects. We will have framework on how to sell value so you influence the prospect into selecting your firm. The second area we see many IT firms struggle in is marketing. 90 plus percent of businesses rely on antiquated marketing methods. The most popular choice, word of mouth. We have proven methods on how to attract the ideal prospect. Our framework will include how to become the online authority and be the business influencer for an industry. The third component to our package, scaling. IT firms walk away from opportunities because they lack the bandwidth or skill set to scale. We have lined up reputable businesses so our members can hire on-demand resources that will allow them to scale their business. The fourth area we will offer help in, selecting the right tools. In order to deliver value, you need the right tech stack. Our platform will offer information on products that are the ideal choice for MSPs. The fifth area we will offer help in is with documentation. Templates are a critical component when building an MSP. We will have contracts, proposals, SOWs, collateral, and much more in the template section. You will have every document you need to start up your managed IT service business. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go to our next podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining podcast number 23. My name is Fernando Leon. I am your host, and I am joined by my co-host, Gregory Moraviets. And today's topic, you know, is going to be geared towards helping MSPs, IT firms, bars, break-fix firms. We're going to talk about how they can reduce expenses, well, operational expenses when they partner with a white label partner. So we're gonna uh, quickly go over the table of contents. So let me get to that next topic here. And that is, first we're gonna go, when is it time, right? For you to partner with, with a white label partner. We're gonna go down memory lane, flexibility, connect wise, and those partners, the benefits, of partnering with a white label partner. So we'll just quickly go over those topics. So Greg, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a uh a dual topic here. because <laughs> we're we're gonna go down memory lane first. I should have said we're gonna go down memory lane with single point of contact because in 1999 it was just you delivering you and a few techs delivering a break fix IT model. I mean, you were providing bodies on site to well, resolve really, they were just waiting for problems to occur. You guys didn't really implement a proactive plan. You were just um, 
implementing Nagios, monitoring servers, and fixing computers whenever they broke, and servers, and whatever whatever on the network was uh, broken. Um, you think back, right? I mean, I'm, I came on board in 2001. We didn't have these type of partners back then, and it would have been such a huge help because of it would uh, had allowed us to scale. But you know, a lot of these one man shops, they're they they can handle 10, 20 when they do things right, when they, things are low maintenance and things are are running smoothly. They they've uh, they've implemented a a great tech stack from you know from uh, EDR RMM documentation. They've got automation dialed in. I mean, there's there's so much that uh, you can do to you know to uh, keep things at a low maintenance. What um, when would you say it's time for a white label partner? Because and let's let me let me let me go back a little bit to memory lane. Because back then we just didn't have anybody. We just hired more people. And then we had to manage more people and it was more headaches and more. And it was just uh, it was it it could uh, get out of hand with people with tax taking advantage of, you know, just how they uh, did their work. There was really not a lot of management oversight back then, but moving to a more remote model, it's helped us improve the 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 product the service customer service uh or customer retention customer happiness all of that has increased with the remote models but we didn't have this luxury back in the day but now that we have a lot of white label partners when would you say it's time for somebody for a one-man shop or a two-man shop to say hey it's time to we have 20 clients it's time to offload these clients to a white label partner and allow us to focus more on projects uh upselling cross-selling marketing uh getting more clients more gives them more time to do more things right instead of working in their business they're now working on their business do you think they should partner with a white label partner immediately or should they wait till they get like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 clients? And, you know, they're generating a good, I don't know, high 50s, high 80,000 a month. When would you say, hey, it's time you're 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 going to melt and going to have a nervous breakdown? We're seeing this. We're seeing this. We we. I had a conversation with a client today and some of their people are stressed. We're in a stress-filled business, man. We're not we're not uh we're not baking cookies over here. We're not um in a in a in an environment that is very slow paced. It's very fast paced. It's it's high stress. And uh, people can get overwhelmed if they're not used to a high stress environment. And, and kudos to you and the team that you guys have handled hundreds of these clients. But 
let me get to my question. When is it time? What do you what what recommendations would you make to a one man shop who is considering scaling and is unsure or nervous of partnering with a white label partner? Yeah, this is, those are a lot of good questions. Uh, it's really super compl complicated because of the, a couple of reasons. First of all, say you had 10 customers, right? And they each produced maybe a thousand bucks a month, right? Yep. So that's 10,000 a month. You have your overhead. You know, they don't produce $10,000 a month profit. You know, it's just, you have a product, you sell a service. So you probably have engineers or monitors. So say, say we're just talking conservatively that you spend 30% of the thousand, $300 on licenses and, you know, applications and servers and electricity and maybe rent all spread out all in there. Maybe 30% of each of your customers, you know, you can figure this out of your customers is overhead or maybe 25% or maybe as you get more customers, the overhead number goes lower because you're spreading out amongst more. Well, say of 10, you know, 10 customers and you're in managing them all and you will be, you know, that's a lot of customers to, for one person to be managing. They might all be needy. They might all be sleeping. Who knows? But you're, you got to be there ready to go if there's a problem. Now, if you want to go off and do other things like selling, um, SEO, uh, evaluating new products, doing all that stuff, then you're going to need to hire an account manager. And so you get an account manager on your team and he costs $60,000 a year. Well, guess what? All the money you make off those 10 people, 10 customers, is now zero, zero dollars because you pay the account manager to manage them all. So now you're like, why did I just do that? <laughs> why did I grow? Why am I growing when every time I grow, I just go back to zero after a certain number of accounts? you go back to zero. You know, you have your overhead and you have your, your account manager. And then when you lose one of those customers, now you're negative, you know, $1,000 a month that you, you've got to be like, how did I get here? So when do you outsource? When do you scale? A lot of those risks go away when you outsource and when you white label. So if you want to take those risks, you will not do that. If you don't, you will, you know, uh, you're going to white label or outsource, but it's very complicated. I mean, sometimes you'll have one client that takes a whole account manager and he can't be spared for anything else. He's at that site all day long and maybe you're at your bread and butter, but you got to take his wages out of that as well and think, is this worth it? I was making 60,000 a year profit. Now I'm making $0. So where, when are you going to do it? Very, yeah, that's, very complex. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. I know a lot of these guys are trying to do things on the cheap. A lot of like, let's say um, a Terra. The Terra allows you to, they charge you one fee and you can use as many uh, RMM licenses as possible, you know, as, as many as you need. So that that helps them on that cost, right? But you are going to, if if you're going to be following best practices and following security best practices, a small office should have backup for sure. It should have EDR, 
without a doubt. You need your RMM tool. So I, I can see where you're um, saying that $10,000 is starting to dwindle away. But that one person, that one man shop, it's it's not a bad living for somebody to to manage 10 clients. If they don't want to grow, great. They're just like, hey, you know what? 120K a year is fine for me. I, I live comfortably. I'm not stressed. But I feel like when they get to the 20, 30 count, things start to get a little hairy. Things are getting a little bit more demanding. And that's when I could see how you're going to need a, a, an account manager when you get into the 30, 40 count. And here's something else that I know you you love to discuss. And you 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 guys are, I know it takes time, is, is purchasing. We now have a partner on the MSP corner that does purchasing for MSPs. You just give them a call, tell them what you need. They order it for you, get it shipped, and it's done. They do the whole, they don't, they extend, I believe they extend you credit. Don't quote me yet, but it just depends on, on the, uh, the relationship they have with the MSP, but they handle all of that. And you just have to make one phone call or send an email and they get the products ordered for you and you're done, right? So they take that off of your plate. So you have more time to focus on more important things. Because I think purchasing can be a bit, it, it's it, it, it's a time suck, wouldn't you say? Well, I'll tell you, purchasing is a slippery slope. Another complicated topic. <laughs> Another co super complicated. It sounds yeah. easy. Oh, yeah. you buy things, your customer asks you to, to buy things and you show them. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I do that. It's like if your customer asks you for a keyboard or mouse, a flash drive, a thumb drive, a hard drive, um, uh, um, even a monitor, you're losing money by just by just picking up the phone. If you're just if you even have an hourly wage of like one dollar an hour, you're still losing money on it. You know, imagine if you had a fifteen dollar an hour wage and someone asked for a, a keyboard, the the amount of of profits you're going to make on a keyboard is like 65 cents because you're not going to be able to mark it up because guess what they're going to shop it out and you quoted them above something on amazon and how do you beat amazon you don't so you're just like you know what with below a hundred dollars i'm not going to quote you well then people get pissed and they're like forget you i'll just do all my own purchasing or i'll i'll send i'll give purchasing to one of my interns or whatever i don't know and uh, and it's all just worthless at that point. It's like, why did you even try? Uh, we, you know, people shop out everything too. Oh well, this is one dollar less over here than it is over there, so I'm going to go with this one. They'll waste their own time for a dollar. They'll waste 10, 15 hours of their time for one dollar, and you will lose it. And you'll be like, why would did I even do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purchasing super complicated. Well. How do you handle that today? What do you tell guys that are getting into this business and they're like, ooh, we're going to make my... I, I was talking to a client today where they they don't want to do purchasing anymore. They just, they're like, it, who who's... Sure, you buy hardware, but it's not really generating any revenue for them. It's a one-time 
it's it, it's not reoccurring revenue for them, and it's just a one-time commission for whatever they make on the sale, and it's not worth their time. They're sick and tired of it, and that's one of the reasons they, they want to talk to this one group we have uh, on the MSP corner because they're just sick and tired of it. They're sick and tired of clients complaining about how how – yeah, just like you said, Amazon can save them on on this one product. So the the hardware business or the purchasing business is just not a fun time. It's just it's not that it's not all cracked out what it's supposed to be, I guess, is what well, you're saying. We've had customers who've been with us for 10 years. We've given them a quote for one product and it was above what they found it for on Amazon. They yeah. moved all of their purchasing away from us because they thought we were, quote unquote, ripping them off. Ah. Even oh, though wow. we were like, look, we go through a distributor. Amazon, this might be a product you get from, uh, you know, some third party that's that's selling their products on Amazon as a third party reseller. They might it might all be open packages and yeah. they know they're not going to admit they're wrong. They're not going to call you back and go, oh, I was wrong for moving all our purchasing over to our accounting department you know I'll, I'll get calls where the accounting department will be all oh, we found this on amazon for 10 percent less and i'll be like well i'll try to match the price but i might be just breaking even on it it's a it's if you're not constantly pumping uh purchasing as a service it's hard to do it's a time suck you make very little profits so like most things you can only mark up between five to ten percent. So, say you sell a million dollars worth of stuff, you might only be making fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars in profit on that stuff. And if anybody in the entire time refuses to pay you after thirty days or fifteen days or on delivery, you lose that money. There's loss involved because people go out of business and all this other weird stuff. Um, so it's super hard. It's it's a it's not something a lot of people love doing. You have to have credit. You have to have good credit. You have to pay your bills on time, or your distributors cut you off. I mean, one time we were late on one bill for twenty eight dollars, and Ingram Micro cut us off all of our purchasing capability. They cut off for twenty eight dollars. They're wow. like, you're on credit hold, and we're like, what? Oh, one of these twenty eight dollar bills didn't get paid for thirty days. Yeah, you're on credit hold. And we're like, why would you do that? That's yeah. their policy. So it's tough stuff, man. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh doesn't sound like a lot of fun. I uh I got involved with purchasing uh, one time and I'm like, oh, this is not for me. I couldn't I was just it's just not it's for the birds. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> I tried to do it just to to help you guys out, but I'm like, this is just not my cup of tea. Not one bit. Well, I'll tell you, though, this business is our IT business, though, is centered around these products that you don't want to sell or you nobody wants to sell. So, you know, somebody's got a Microsoft, you know, server 2022. They want to buy it from you. You make $20 off the server, but you're going to make $25,000 off of whatever is on that server. You might even make hundreds of thousands of dollars off that whatever's on that server, right? 
So you're kind of stuck a little bit where you're like, oh, man, I didn't want to sell the server. But if I don't, the business will go to someone who does. And then all the services that go around configuring and making and building that server, you lose it all. So you're like, well, screw I got to do it. So then you're stuck again, back where you started from selling products that you don't even want to sell, but you have to to get the business. Yeah. No, no, I get that part. Yeah, we, I, I've seen that, and you, you're, yeah, that's just part of, that's just life. There, that's just, just a uh, part of having to deal with, with that. I get that part. Yeah, no, I know. Well, let let's let's move on to the next topic, which you know how much flexibility these white label partners bring to IT firms because you you work with. With ConnectWise quite a bit, you you know their model very well. Would you say they're pretty flexible when it comes to their platform, their services, and what they have to offer? I've I've heard nightmare nightmare stories from other MSPs who are stuck in their contract. The contract automatically renews. It doesn't give them that prices increase, and next thing you know. They're paying 50% more than what they originally planned to pay for that year. So I'm not going to say ConnectWise is flexible. I'm just giving people some ideas to, well, there are ConnectWises out there that can provide these type of services. It's just they're very well known on what they have to offer. What What do you have to say? about their model and how they can well let's just talk about their flexibility are they flexible well you should always on your contracts never allow them to auto renew that's like a golden rule anybody you sign a contract with you immediately got to turn around and say please turn off auto renew you must you must get my approval to renew my contract the second thing that's super difficult is when you do a little scaling. So once in a while, these companies will, you'll like need five accounts uh, for a temporary amount of time. So you'll need five accounts instead of four and you'll increase yourself up to five. Don't, and then maybe next month you don't need five. You got to go back down to four. Well, they don't let you. They They force you to stay at five for the remainder of the contract, or they might even auto renew the contract with five new you know five and they push the date out they have all these weird different strategies around getting the contract extended pushed um inclusive of all these new you got to just be careful it sucks and since connect wise is one of the only games in town you got to really say well gonna leave at connect wise and rip out my whole shop over this you know over this one license a month or or what am i going to do here so definitely never auto complete auto auto renew but ConnectWise is what it is it's like verizon it's like you know if someone comes to you and goes fernando you should get rid of verizon you're gonna be like well i got like a few other options t-mobile at&t Parrot cellular or some, you know, <laughs> yeah. what do you got? You don't got a lot of of options. And it's like, if I tore your phone out, it would be a little bit of a, it would be a some, some, somewhat traumatic for you to have your phone ripped out and moved over. 
over a a day or two, maybe an hour, a couple, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely going to cause you disruption. Um, and you're going to need to get a new phone and you're going to need to pay for a new phone because your old phone uses the Verizon SIM and all that other garbage. So it's like, yeah, is it, a, is, is, are these big corporations sucky like Datto and ConnectWise and, and, uh, you know, Avic and all these other ones, they all are trying to make as much profits as they want. And they know that you don't really have a lot of options to go, go around and get. And they also know it's hard to tear them out. So they're going to they're gonna stick it to the man. They're going to hurt you. Yeah. Well, ConnectWise is pretty much an all-inclusive. It's like, it's like having Autotask, because they are a PSA. Datto. Um, well, Autotask and Datto are now one. Is that right, Greg? Yes. Okay. Autotask was bought out by Datto. Yeah. I mean, Datto, Datto is pretty much a juggernaut. Yeah. Well, you know, ConnectWise is has become has slowly become a juggernaut with their sock services. I mean, they allow you to scale, but you're right about something. They don't allow you to not to um, if you have a client with 50 licenses and uh, they let half of their people go. ConnectWise says, sorry. We can't, we, you, you cannot scale back on those licenses. So that's what's sucky about ConnectWise. They're real, they're sticklers about that. And you're right. They're like the Verizons of the world. They're, they know you don't have many options and it sucks. But there are partners out there. There are competitors. There's white label partners out there that are, that are much more flexible, provide a flexible platform that can link up with your PSA tools. You just have to find them. But my my warning to a lot of MSPs who want to scale, who are one man shops, is be careful. Read those contracts. You're right, Greg. You got to read those contracts because it's uh, you get locked into something and it's it's over. You're locked in and you're going to be uh, struggling for that year because they are not going to let you get out of it. They're not. They're 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 sticklers when it comes to their contracts. I've talked to several MSPs who, whose CEOs are like, we, we, they're in a lot of pain. So, but regardless, there's partners out there that will help MSPs scale and it doesn't have to be painful. But one of the biggest concerns, and this is a lot of, these are conversations I see on Reddit and on MSP groups. And a lot of these guys are worried about, Oh, they might steal my clients. They're they're the first line of defense. Um, do they? Um, they just have a lot of worries, and they're valid worries. And but white label partners are designed specifically to work with IT firms. They're in the business of providing support to your client to to IT firms clients. They don't want to steal your clients. They want you to manage your clients. They're not looking to manage clients. They want to manage you so you can so you can bring in more clients. They're, they, they would be short-sighted if they were to steal clients from an IT firm. It's just short-sighted and unethical, obviously. But it's it's they're they're jeopardized, they would be jeopardizing a partnership. And, and that nobody wants to do that. They want to 
they want to provide great service and and help you build your business. So white label partners, I wish we would have had them back in the day, but it just wasn't uh, it wasn't a concept yet. It wasn't a concept, but there's plenty of them today. And there's the intergrids who can line help you guys uh, help these guys get lined up with resources. So lots of options for them. Now let's talk about the benefits because there's there's plenty of them, right? And obviously you can scale on demand. They these a lot of these white label partners provide a very robust tech stack, security, and all the RMM and documentation and ticketing and all of that. You got plenty of of options for scaling your business and a very robust tech stack. So you don't have any worries there, but it's a uh, it's it's a very different model than when we started uh, single point of contact because these uh, these white label partners have been implementing tools that are geez, I, I they're just they're they're ideal for IT firms, right? You need your PSA tools, you need your documentation, you need ticketing, you need your RMM, you need your backup EDR, and then if you need a SOC, they have that. They have everything you need in order to scale your business. So, white label partners, you gotta at least do some research. Do the research, look up their reviews. Talk to their references because this is going to make life a lot easier on a lot of one man shops, even a five man shop, even a 10 man shop. It's it's an ideal platform because in order to build a 24 seven help desk, we've already gone over these numbers. It's just it's not cost effective. And with a white label partner, you can offer 24 seven um, services without uh, breaking the bank. So it's definitely a, a a luxury item that you shouldn't overlook because you, you don't want to leave money on the table. You have the ability to partner with a white label uh, provider who can come in and do take take overflow, provide after hour support, weekend support. Let your people rest on the weekends. Let them rest at night. Don't you, their phones don't need to be ringing at three a.m. Because there, you're already in a stress field. You're, you're in a high stress field industry. If your people are going to be, be woken up at 3 a.m. because you don't want to partner with a white label provider, you'd rather stress your people out, burn them out, risk them getting a job that's not as stressful. Yeah, you're going to come across. There's just there's residuals to to you making those type of choices and it's not good. So look up white label partners, do the research, plenty of partners out there that can uh, help you guys out. But you guys can always email me info at mspcorner.com. I'm happy to point you in the right direction and give you guys uh, some resources so you guys can scale your business, get the right tech stack in place and uh, things will work a lot easier for you when you have a partner that's looking out for you and helping you scale as you as needed.
But that's pretty much it for me, Greg. Was there anything else that you wanted to touch on? No, that's it. All right. Hey, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And don't forget to um, forward this podcast to a CEO of an MSP who you think might find our information beneficial to their business. But you can always email me at info at mspcorner.com. We're getting really close to launching the site so once we're ready we'll be announcing it on on our in our groups and uh in our newsletter so all right guys have a good night we'll talk to you later thank you for listening and don't forget to sign up to be a member on www.mspcorner.com please share our link with a ceo who will find our information beneficial to their business Have an awesome day.